Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome. Welcome. You are listening to the 1,237th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. And this is like a little talk about it. We going to talk and keep on talking. I got my girl with me, y'all. Got the CEO. I got the one to put it all together. Pastor Colleen. I got Tabby with me, y'all, tonight. Toy. Hey, everybody. How you gonna go with How? what you gonna be tonight? Tell them who you gonna be first. <laughs> that way we know who. That way you might be all three. I tell you now, I mean, y'all. We, we going to see which one show up gonna be a lot of people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I I give them all your names. Then she could be Pastor. She could be Chappie. She could be Talene. She could be Toy. She could be the CEO. And then she could just be the friend too. So this is how this works. When the two of us get together. It seems like, uh, you know how they say when two or three are gathered in his name? What I'm telling mm-hmm. you is that when the two of us get together, it seems like, well, how do you want to say it? I think that it seems like the enemy just says, like, he frick, he pricks up, like, all day. He be playing <laughs> and stuff, and then all of a sudden they're just like, but what, wait a minute, what they doing, what they doing? So, yeah, y'all, tonight is the night. We going to talk to him, and we're going to let him know that this is it. Today is it. This is over. Ha-ha. You didn't Amen. even realize it. Woo-hoo! This is it. Chat, can you please set the, set the atmosphere? Let them know how we do it when we get here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Father. Father God, it is once more and again that we, your handmade servants, come humbly yet boldly before the throne of glory. We come first, Father, and foremost as bad children before a good parent, asking forgiveness of any sins we may have committed through thought, deed, or action, knowingly or unknowingly, sins of commission as well as sins of omission. We ask, Father, that you will forgive us of those sins and that you will cast them into yonder sea of forgetfulness, that they not rise up against us in that day of judgment. Then, God, we come praising and glorifying you for who you are, for what you are, for what you have done, what you are doing, and what we are believing you to do. We just bless your holy name, Father. We glorify you, for we know that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We know that you are still the one who sits on the throne on high, and the earth is your footstool. We know you are the one who watches over us, who never slumbers nor sleeps. We know that you are the one who has started a good work in us and will see it through until the day of completion. We know, Father God, that it is you who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We know, God, that it is you who are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We know that you are our righteousness, our banner. We come just glorifying you, God, for all of everything you have done, we just say thank you, God. If we had a thousand tongues, we could not praise and glorify you enough. Hallelujah, God, for 
everything, everything for the blood running through our veins, for the breath that is still going in and out of our lungs, we say thank you, Father. Then, God, we ask that you will release a spirit of comfort upon the grieving this evening, Father. In the name of Jesus, remind those who whose loved ones have gone on but have gone on in Christ to know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we glorify even through our grief, God, yet we ask in the name of Jesus that you will release a spirit of comfort this evening. We ask, God, that you will release a spirit of healing over the sick this evening. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask right now that in the name of Jesus, you will break the shackles of bondage, the shackles of confusion, the shackles of disruption that hold your people bound, that you will bring them into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Then as we always do, Lord, we ask that you will allow and accept the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 It's just something about being able to say what it is that we can do. And, like, I'm just glad that we're here tonight because it seems like tonight, because of the fact that we're just going to be talking, is nothing but the grace of God that is giving us the breath and is allowing us to actually be able to do the talking. I believe that, you know what I mean? Like, I believe that there's really a reason why that everything happens for things to mess up and, you know what I mean, signals to get crossed and to be made ahead of time and all that just for this opportunity because what the devil meant for evil, God will you gotta say it. and does turn it around and work it for good. So now watch this, y'all. If you're out there and you're listening tonight and this is the first time that you've ever been at the kingdom, welcome to the kingdom. I must tell you, if you have not realized it yet, this is the 1,237th episode, so we got some things in the tuck. So go on in there and yes, just, yes. you know, in, in your leisure and just home, because it's good word. If it, if it wasn't Amen. good word, I wouldn't say that you might have to check our archive or, you know, it'd be possible. I'm telling you, you can go all the way back four years from now and you would get a good word relevant for today, right now. That's what Purpose Kingdom Network does. If you want to call in and get in live, the number is 319-527-6091, or you can use 323-870-4174. If you want to press 1, we got Brother Rob out there, and, you know, he's going to signal him to tell us, and then we'll let you know when to say what you need to say, because when you want to speak, you're going to hear the beat. That's Amen. how we do it, Chat. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I like. And I like that. Right. And and if mm-hmm. I get too excited, somebody press a button or something like wait 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 because there's a whole lot of talking that we could be doing, but we really only have an hour. But I actually don't take our hour for granted anymore because guess what? 
we, like me and you, we haven't been yeah. on the air together, just me and you, for a long time. This is something that I used to take for granted because I used to think that we was just going to do this forever. And then it stopped. And it was like, oh, my God. So tonight, y'all, this is great. And we need to stop this because this is over for the pandemic. So let's call this done. Let's say it as it is and so it shall be. And let's believe it and let's do what we're supposed to do as believers and set it so that it can be done. I'm sorry. I'm feeling about that. I sit around and I watch people talk about church. Child. Okay, first thing first. Look, look, let's get church right out the way. You know that there are still people that are talking about church, churches being empty, churches being closed, and there are people that are not even thinking about opening their churches. Now, the world's unopened up. And let everybody else run them up. But they don't want to go to church, pray at all. When are we going to do that? Like, when are we well, going to come some... together and touch and agree and call it as so it shall be? Because we know that God is what our creator and Christ came for what? Healing. Wasn't the healing? That's it. He Christ Christ came for our healing. Christ died for our healing. The word of God says that it so pleased God to put the chastisement of our peace upon him, that he was bruised for our iniquities and wounded for our transgressions. And then it goes on to say, by his stripes, we are healed. So there is healing in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. The problem is that most folk, in order to get that healing, you have to believe that the healing is there. If you go all through scripture, any time that Jesus healed anybody, he usually ended it with, your faith has made you whole. He, or what do you believe that I can do? It all came down to what they believed, where their faith lies. See, by all the right. first miracle, folk might have sat there and said, oh, I don't know if he can really do this. But by the time Jesus healed the ten lepers, by the time he raised Lazarus and the, and the little girl from the dead, by the time he handled the woman with the issue of blood, by the time he took care of blind, uh, born, uh, not Barnabas, Bar- sorry, I'm mispronouncing his name. Bar- Bar- I can't pronounce his name. By the time he gave sight to the Bar- blind. Who, is it? who you talking right. about? Uh, when, he, when he met the blind man and he bent down and spit in the road and in the dirt and made clay and then played, applied it on his eyes and told him to go wash his eyes and he was able to see that one. By the time he, he made the crippled man walk, word had spread about what he could do. And when the people were coming to them, him, they already believed that he could do it. So it comes down to what we believe God can do. It's funny that you started there because I, I held a conversation via uh Facebook messengers with a young lady yesterday who got offended because someone put up a post of a child preaching. 
and she referred to it as, you know, being um, a slave to the master and being a good N-word and all that other stuff. And in my conversation with her, one of the things that the Lord revealed to me is the problem is you came to him for something, didn't believe he could do it, and then got hurt because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Now you want to just say, Nick, tell him he ain't real and anybody believe in him. You have to have belief. Even for salvation, it starts with if a man believes in his heart. No matter what you say in your, out your mouth. Sister Evangelist Mary cleared that fire that for us yesterday. You might say something out your mouth that your heart, your mind, your spirit, your mind is your spiritual heart. It's far from. Uh, sold out, that's y'all. How, if y'all miss that's that, how come, that's how come churches are still empty. But I can't just put it on church, the church doors that are open still being empty because, to be real honest, we opened the nation up too fast. We didn't open it up because coronavirus had went had you know gone away we didn't even open it up because the counts were so low that we thought it was safe to open it up because the states that opened it up didn't have high counts in the beginning but they all got high counts now some of those counts have surpassed new york city i ain't think that was possible so i'm saying that we have to use wisdom and that's what nobody everybody's talking about oh the economy the economy the economy Keep running after that God of money and see what happens to you. Well, it's funny because it was they made it look like it was the economy, but if you really, 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 really think about it, they allowed the world to open up just so that they could get enough time to mourn George Floyd because we have four different funerals in four different states, and you mm-hmm. could all go. <laughs> they had dropped social distancing for everybody else. And we're like everybody else during the pandemic, you only got five or ten people. You know, everybody's watching it through Skype and all. But they opened it up because they said, you know what? We understand that there's a, there's a there's a situation here. So let us do this for you. You know what? We want you to stand arm in arm in the street, protest, all that. But now, all of a sudden, they're giving us the reports of the people that have been out sick. We're not really mm-hmm. in the pandemic. We need to look at it like you know, we need to stop it. Just stop it. Uh. Listen, you're right, though, about the churches. I read in the Bible the other day. Now, I was, I believed mm. and I heard something, and I said, oh, wait a minute. It actually says that one time or another, we needed to really close church. Like, God, like, I think it was in Malachi. He was like, uh, some things just need to be shut down. I wish one of y'all would just shut it down. <laughs> like, like, things have gone so run up. Y'all just doing anything but you want to do in church. Like, church is not praise anymore. It's performance. You know, like, we were going through all of these practices of everything, of what we thought that church had been and what God is saying for us to do. And we've taken religion and we've gone all the way somewhere different. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's, there's a whole lot of, what is it, what's the word when you do something wrong? Repercussions. Repercussions. Mm-hmm. And people are not really understanding that what happens is no matter what you, every action has a reaction. Is that how they say it? Every action That's has right. a reaction. 
However, I think that we have forgotten the reason why we are reacting. No, I should I said it wrong. I think we are forgetting we are forgetting how the fact that we have breath in order to see what happened in order to react. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so if like you said, there's healing in the name of Jesus. And you have to believe in the healing. So that means you have to believe in what he was doing. So just like Chad was saying, in all of it, if you don't believe, then you really shouldn't be expecting to receive. Right? Mm-hmm. So therefore, now we have a situation because then you have to ask the question, well, do you believe? And is it a thing of do you believe or have you chosen not, have you chosen not to believe? Because like Sister Mary mm-hmm. said last night, when you see signs and wonders and everything in the mirror and everything is happening and it looks like he's on his way back, there is something that says that everybody got to get a chance to hear this word. And it seems like maybe there's still some time to hear a word because, uh, excuse me, there's some people out here that are really like not understanding the whole Jesus. You, you, well, you, it, and, and you got to get Jesus in order to go to the next thing of where we're talking about. Like, everybody mm-hmm. wants to heal. We want to get together. We need to get together. The only way that we're going to get together is to understand the word, the name, the purpose, the process. Yeshua, excuse me. Let's not have nobody go anywhere different tonight. We're talking about, <laughs> we talking about the one the one who saves God on earth. You know, that is who we're talking about because we get caught up in names. We can't get caught up in names anymore. It's 2020. We're now trying to get out of this pandemic. And the way that the pandemic is now, and the reason why I'm saying that is because if we continue to go the way that they're going right now, the blessing is Don't like Mary said yesterday, anyway. you better be covered in somebody's blood because this thing is out here and we don't know where it's at. So either you staying in somebody's house somewhere, stuck instead of the bridge, or you need to be covered in the blood that, you know what I mean, you need to know the name above all names that's going to be able to, you know, make a demon flee. Mm-hmm. How about move a mountain? Make somebody, you know, oh, man, Chad, it's just there's so much going on, and it's like, it, I know it's the enemy, and I know it's the mm-hmm. enemy because... We've said that from the very, very beginning. Like, okay, the enemy is the prince of the airways, right? But then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we should be able to turn the enemy off. Same way we like in the beginning of this, we say, all right, you know what? I'm sorry. Sit down. Like if you didn't do mm-hmm. it before 8.50, you missed it. And if you're going to try it again, you better try it after 10.12. I'm going to get 10-12, you know give us some time, give us some time. Because <laughs> we got to get, right. get off of where we're at before you start blessing us. But in that same token, if we take where we are and we say, let's call it as what it is, but now let's just talk about who Jesus is. Let's talk about Yeshua. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the love and the care and the concern. Because if we can go to the love and the care and concern and put it back into the love, the care and concern, maybe mm. somehow we can get past the color of it 
and go to the love, the care, and the concern. And then we can have the love and the care and the concern that we wasn't that it was intended for, you know. Because mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, the way that you see life now, you can look at it and say that we might not have did it right. It wasn't us particularly, you know, but our ancestors, not our ancestors per se, you know, because, you know, we did it right. But I'm just saying the way that our history went, it was not mm-hmm. right, you know. I just believe right mm-hmm. now in 2020, we don't, we, we, I believe that the way that we, it's important the way that we fight this thing to get out of this thing mm-hmm. and make sure that it doesn't actually mold our children that know nothing about it. You understand what I mean? Not so much not tell them, but mold them in a different way so that they don't have Mm -hmm. to relive seeing the men hanging on the tree and explaining to your three-year-old why they're hanging on the tree. and You know what I mean? Like, if we can change the programming in that way. I'm I'm sort of a a mix on that aspect of it, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, The one aspect, like we do need to change the conversation and the narrative of the conversation. I'm in agreement with you on that aspect of it. Um, But we need to teach our children how to properly fight this battle. Because there's a battle to fight. There there really is. And the battle that they have to fight, I say it all the time, it's not the battle of white versus other colors and nationalities. It's not the battle of the rich versus the poor, as many would have you to believe. It's not the battle of the healthy versus the unhealthy. It's not even the battle of the current government against its constituents. It's not a battle against the police and the people they're supposed to protect. The battle we are fighting is one simple battle, righteousness against unrighteousness. And the problem that we're having is we keep looking and listening. I'm sorry, not looking. We keep listening to what people are saying instead of watching what people are doing. The word of God says, by their fruits, you shall know them. You'll know what type of tree you're eating by the fruit or you're eating from by the fruit that's on the tree. I know that that's an apple tree because it produces apples. I know that it's an orange tree because it produces oranges. I know a peach tree produces peaches and so forth down the line. I can tell what type of tree it is, not just based on the fruits that I see hanging up in the tree, but also the fruits that fall from the tree, that can get picked from the tree. Well, the Word of God uses that same example in uh, dealing with people when it comes to the physical and the spiritual realm. We see in the physical. Problem is we don't pay attention to what fruits are being dropped. We just listen to what folks say. So folks are sitting there going, oh, I just love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love God. I'm sold out. I'm saved. I'm holy, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, tied up, wrapped up, and tangled up in the spirit of God. But I hate you because of the color of your skin. I'm superior to you. You see where fruit dropped. That's not of God. 
You don't have to get mad because that's the fruit that dropped. You see the fruit for what it is. I'm saying that to say we have to teach our children that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against principalities and wickedness in high places. This thing is spiritual. I know it looks physical, but this thing is spiritual. And because it's spiritual, but it looks physical, we're caught up in the physical and we're forgetting about the fight. So as they're throwing little trinkets off the table to appease people, we're forgetting what we're actually fighting for. For example, we weren't protesting to get statues taken down. We weren't protesting to make logos change on uh, food products. We were protesting to stop getting killed in the streets unarmed. We were protesting for traffic stops to be just that, a simple traffic stop. The person might get a ticket. They might not get a ticket. That's what we were protesting for. We were protesting so that we could be treated with the equality that the Constitution states that we have as citizens of America. But everybody said, oh, they took the Confederate statue down. Oh, they took the statue of Columbus down. Oh, they're going to change what Aunt your mama. They're not going to call it Aunt your mama anymore. They're going to call it something else, and they're going to call this something up. We didn't ask you to erase our history. We asked you to acknowledge it. That was it. Huh. But we so caught up on what it looks like that we've forgotten that we're supposed to still be fighting. Because guess what? Even though we've been protesting, unarmed people of color have still been getting taken down in the streets. Yep. And not just by the police, by other people of color. Let's call it that's a spade And that's something all the way completely different because now I'm going to tell you right now, that's what's going on. That is that is spiritual, but that's something spiritual that we can that we can handle right now. Because we got matriarchs and patriarchs that, like, are still living and breathing this thing. They done been there done what these people are talking about. They done, you know what I mean? So, therefore, Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they are still standing, there's no such thing. Like, we need to pay more attention to who they are while they, like, while we still got breath. While they still are breathing, we need to hear what they did. We need to hear how they held. We need to hear how they stuck together. We need to hear what they did because, trust me, they didn't do what we did. And the damn sure wasn't, excuse me, they wasn't shooting each other. You know what I mean? The children outside shooting each other and not getting hung in the middle of the block. Sorry. That was probably agent misunderstanding. It's a mixture of We have to look at all of it. We do. We have to look at all of it. We have to begin to get on our knees and pray and pray for real. We have to stop praying for folk because we like them and start praying for everybody. We have to stop. I know nobody really cares that. Well, I'm not going to say nobody. I know a lot of people don't care for 45. He still got people that care for him. But guess what? No matter how you feel about this man personally, God's word tells us to pray for him. Wait, wait. I read something. I read something. Mm, See, I was back in the Bible. Now, y'all know when the Israelites was complaining, right? And they had just got out of they had just got out of Egypt, and they and they was doing all the complaining about Moses and Jacob, but, excuse me, Moses and Aaron, and they was complaining and complaining and complaining. And then the day that mm-hmm. Moses talked, 
people and actually said, well, God heard y'all complain about him. And they was like, well, mm-hmm. what do you mean? And yeah, we, y'all not really complaining about me and Jake, like me and Aaron. You actually complaining about God because we are doing what we are supposed to do. So uh, sometimes in order of how things are, sometimes we just, mm. it was just funny that you said that because I was like, wow, we do so much complaining and what he didn't do and what he don't do and what, you know what I mean? As if to say that whatever is happening to us right now started in 2016. I'm sorry. Let's just tell the truth. No, I I, I mean, you know, it's not that what, what's going on now started when he went into office. It's that you have, you ever see, um, juice, like pure natural fruit juice that somebody might have squeezed into a cup and at the bottom of that juice might be a lot of pulp or stuff from squeezing the juice, especially if, like, I see it a lot with lemon and orange juice. Well, if you shake it up, the pulp would get caught all up in the juice. But if you let it sit, what happens is the pulp sort of settles down at the bottom and you can get some straight juice without a bunch of pulp in it. So what happened is in 2016, when he went into office, we had a juice of racism that was fresh squeezed. And it had started to settle at the bottom of the, of, of the, of the container of juice. But what happened was Trump came and shook it up. And that's why everyone is looking at him like that. Because what happened in 2016 was people got a boldness in their ignorance. It's sort of like what happens with Christians when you send them out to testify. A lot of times if you send people out to evangelize in the street, and if you send them out one person by themselves, that one person might be a little timid, a little scared to talk, a little scared to approach somebody. But if they have somebody with them, that second person, that's why Jesus sent them out in twos, that second person can help them, can encourage them, can lift them up if they fall. Well, that's sort of what happened with racism in number 45, Trump. He, he was like the second person sent with racism to help shake it up, to give everybody that extra boast and that boldness to say that they don't like me because of the color of my skin or they don't like somebody because they don't make enough or they don't like somebody because of the way they dress or they don't like somebody because of their sexual preference and they don't like somebody because all these different reasons. But I've never heard anyone say that I don't like you because of your character, because of how you act, because of who you are, because of what you're doing. It's just based off of things that at most times the people have no control over. And that is the problem that comes in with number 45. He shook all of it up. It's not that it ever died. It never died. But what happened is he shook it up, and now it's back in everybody's face. And now everyone has to deal with it. And unfortunately for some, some people who have never had to deal with it has had to deal with it. For an example, um, they have this new terminology, Karen. You know, they they call people who you call the police on somebody for, you know, walking their dog in the park or going to visit their friend or moving into two uh, neighborhoods that looks too rich, too whatever. They call them Karens. And there was this big thing on Facebook, and everybody was going, don't call me a Karen. I'm not a Karen. I'm not a Karen. And I sort of had to giggle to myself because I said, you know, we've been being called the N-word for years. 
Chinese people have been called been called uh, ch words for years. People been called all types of names for years. They losing their mind over three months of Karen. And I'm not saying that Karen is right. What I'm saying is none of us tend to look at what's being done to someone until it's done to us. And for the first time in a long time, in the national setting, what's being done is now being shown because of modern technology, and the world is saying that's enough. But as we say that's enough, I'm noticing what it is we're saying that's enough too. Because we say we're fighting for the rights of people to live, and we're fighting for this and that and this and that. But then on the same token, all of the things that God's word says is wrong. We're not fighting for none of that to be fulfilled. I don't see us fighting to stop having homosexual uh relationships and even heterosexual fornication. We're not fighting to get that snatched off of television. No, they we're actually not fighting are to make them more on. We, right, we're more not fighting. If you we're not fighting TV, to make them kind of, it's yeah, more no, of it. We're we're not fighting to make the fashion industry make our men's clothes look like men's clothing again. We're not. We're fighting the wrong thing. Now, don't I don't want nobody hang up to think that I'm saying we should not fight for the equality. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we're doing it the wrong way. We're going about it the the wrong way. That's what we're 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 saying the right thing. We're doing it, and we want the care to go where it needs to go. What needs to not happen, which is happening, and what America is doing, we have a tendency of being entertained. So we like to be entertained. So as long as it's entertaining, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're, we're, we're riding off of it. So mm-hmm. right now what's happening in the entertainment is if we, let's say, Blacks right now, African Americans don't know our own history. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? They are now playing with the fact that there's some things that need to be happening within us because we know not a lot. Like you said, some people don't know a lot, right? Some people haven't been mm-hmm. taught what what it is that really happened mm-hmm. because on a forefront of what happens. In the history of it, it becomes exactly going back biblical to your heritage, to your line, to your lineage. You know how Mm -hmm. your story happens. Your story only gets told like you only know about your great-grandparents and your great-great-grandparents and what your name was all about if everyone is still continuously telling those stories and also, you know, displaying actually how it works. Well, that's what should have happened. I think we kind of got a little lackadaisical in the way that we were doing things so it doesn't look mm-hmm. all the way the same. You know what I mean? But about the knowledge of what happened, who you are, how you are, why you are, where you are, that should never, never, ever change. And now the reason why right. I'm saying that is because I met a young man today, and he was a very, very well-versed young man. And he told me his situation, and then he explained to me 
that he was playing a sport. I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of awesome, you know, especially in the manner of when it's a sport that they see that we are, like, in our neighborhoods, like basketball, football, you know what I mean? Those kind of sports, it's hard for our children to just walk in and get scholarships. But if mm-hmm. you're, like, golfing, you know what I mean? You're doing the odd sport. That's, you know what I mean? You're doing the odd sport, like field hockey, ice hockey, something different. People, mm-hmm. like, they get scholarships. They give scholarships and things for those types of stuff. Well, when the young man was explaining to me why he didn't get the scholarship, the first thing he told me was that, well, you know, well, you know, black, you know how black people are, and you know how white people are, and we're like, you know, like we're a little bit under them, and so, and I was thinking, whoa, wait, what? It was like he kind of looked looked at me like I was a little crazy, and I was like, well, okay. So I had to I had to let him talk because he was so serious. But then I sat there and I listened to him, and I said, well. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but there's something that you said in the very beginning that put me a little bit crazy because you already had put us, you had already put us lower than the white people. Who did that? He said, "Well, you know, that's just how it is." I said, "Oh, that's just how it is. Well, maybe if that's just how it is, maybe we can just take it because if that is how it is." And that is how it was. He learned that. You, you understand where I was coming from? Like I, I mm-hmm. he he threw me he threw me off because that was his first thing. And it was like, but you know, we're already less than them. And I was like, like he wants me to and embrace he, this so that we can. He, I just have this conversation of why he didn't get this scholarship. Like no, this not the whole conversation. Like if that's how you looked at that. No, I say that you need to go to a bigger school so you can go get the scholarship because there is a different way of looking at that. Because you're black, you can go get that money. You can go get that. But but you understand, he he told me in the very beginning, like, but, but you know, we don't, you know, it it just, because we don't, we don't do it like that. He was told half of a story. And so many of our young people, and to be honest, so many of us, we were told half of the story. So when he when he made the statement, well, you know, there are some white people that feel like because we are people of color that we are beneath him. They told them half of the story. That part is true. But the other half of the story that he was not informed of was, just because that's what they think does not make that to be true. Toward a long time ago, it doesn't matter what a person calls you. It's what you answer to. And see, he's got stuck at I'm beneath them, where he should have been taught that although that's what they think, what I need you to understand is that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. What I need you to understand is that you are the descendant of the original man to walk this earth. 
What I need you to understand is if you are saved, you are even more important than the original man because now you are heir to the kingdom through Christ Jesus, through adoption by the blood of Jesus Christ and through your faith that you placed in him. They didn't tell him the rest of the story. So the rest of the story, for those of you who didn't know it, goes for us, it means we got to work a little harder, but we can still do it. We have to learn to pull together, but we can still obtain it. We have to learn that it's the opposite of what society tells us. Society says if you want to become something of any value, you have to get as much as you can get for yourself, hoard it for yourself, and save it up for you and everything in your bloodline that comes after you. But when you become an heir to the kingdom of God and you realize who you are, you realize that the truth of the matter is, is that if I want to be blessed, I have to be a blessing. If I want God to continue blessing me, then I must bless others as he blesses me. We learn that sowing and reaping situation. We learn that you have to plant the seed to get a harvest. We, so, so we see it differently. The sad part is he was just told a portion or half of the situation or half of the story. But that's what's because going on right truth. now in our world because he was like a, I want to say what, 25-year-old young man? Not even. He was still in college, so he's a little bit younger than that. Which makes, so you which makes it what, even worse. But do you understand what's going on? Because if that's what I'm saying, though. If we're already there. You already have that one conversation that's already, like, so-so. There's a, like, when, like, in the very beginning when I said, like, there's a different way, like, we got to embrace another mm-hmm. type of way. The only way that it really works is in the kumbaya moment of a stripe, like, through his, by his stripes we are healed. You, you, you mm-hmm. understand what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and it's like. So, it's a two-fold so process. Far. The first, what you say? It's a two-fold process. The first thing that we have to understand for us to bring about a true healing, the first thing that believers in God has to understand is that everybody that says calls on the name Jesus does not really love, worship, and serve Jesus. Jesus tells us that in at least two of the Gospels. He said, everybody that calls that says, Lord, Lord, shall not make it in. Why didn't they make it in? Because they were saying it with their mouths, but their hearts were far from it. So that's the first thing that we have to realize. Once we realize that, then the second part is easy. Because God told us it's not our job to, to sort out, you know, well, you're saved, but you're not really saved, and you're saved. That's not our job to point fingers. So he'll do the separating when he comes. So we know that everybody's not real. He told us to wear wolves in sheep's clothing. We know that everybody's not real. So, therefore, we're not supposed to have our focus on everybody. We're supposed to have our focus stayed on him. And if our focus is stayed on him, he will tell you when to move and when not to move. He'll tell you when to push and when not to push. 
We all want to make everything that's going on. Um, if God is real, why is he allowing this to happen? Because he told us in his word it was going to happen. He told us how this was going to play out. He told us that the day was coming when man was going to turn away from his word and turn towards every type of false doctrine that tickled their ear. We're living in it. He told us the day was going to come when we would have sheep in wolves' clothing. They were walking around when he was walking around in biblical times. You know the story of the two that went in and tried to uh, deliver a man from a demon? It's in the book of Acts. Thank you. It's in the book of Acts. And the demon looked at the two men and was like, yo, peep this, right? Peter we know. Paul we know. Jesus we know. But we don't know y'all. So he jumped on them. So we have to be real. Our focus has to stay on God. Protest. But protest in a godly manner. Pray about the protest. Pray for the protest. Pray about the change you want to see happen and then start becoming that change. We quick to say we want to see everybody else change, but we're not willing to change nothing about ourselves. And yes, that even goes into like into and I know I'm gonna make somebody mad, that even goes into what's going on today with the police and the killings and, and unarmed people, because we keep talking about Black Lives Matter, yet if you turn on the news, we killing each other more than the police are killing us, killing each other more than white racists and supremacists are killing us. So if Black Lives Matter, shouldn't they matter to us first? Shouldn't you would we think so. feel important about it first? We should I go, oh, my God, Pastor Toy said black lives don't matter, and we have a caller on the line. I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. I'm just saying if we want other people to think that our lives matter, then our lives need to start mattering to us. Amen. Caller, we now, see you. you want to take there? the caller, or are you going to do the call of salvation first? We're going well, to no, do no, the no, call no. of first. Let's do the call of first, and then we'll do the call of salvation. All right, cool. Caller, Praise the Lord, caller. Praise the Lord, ladies. Hello? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, wow. I love your topic tonight. It's a great topic. And I I just can't um, express myself any further. You know, uh, which is Black Lives Matter. You know, we know that Black Lives Matter. You know, and and uh, interim of it all, like Pastor Toy said, we're we're out here killing each other. You know, and um, it's a it's it's like a smoke and mirror to me with the Black Lives Matter. You know, if you really look deep into it, you know, because there's a lot of other stuff that's going on with it. So I I look at it like just all lives matter. You know, if somebody don't like me for it, then okay, then um, I trust and believe in God. So 
All lives matter to Christ. Amen. 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 And again, and church, we're not church saying church. that black lives don't matter. <laughs> but it, it got to matter to us first. That's I'm right. It makes more sense. It makes more sense. And like I was saying, like, but I want to do the call because I don't want to, I don't want anybody to miss the opportunity to see what's going on. Yeah. Is that we do a lot of talking have. about Christ and we and we in it. And then we meet people because at the end of the day, what we know, we know. But we now need to start it, throwing our power. You know what I mean? Because there's people that missed it. Like they didn't get, they didn't see the, they don't see the light in it. So that like people mm-hmm. ask me all the time, like, what's up with you? Like, who, what is it? And I'm like, we just bless God. It must be the, it's light through me. You know what I mean? It's his light. It's coming through, you yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's what it is. So it's like we shine in darkness, and it's dark out here. You know what I mean? So yeah. right now, like I, I like how you said it, because it's like you got to keep your eyes stayed on the plow, you know? Like I, they say I'm an old soul, and I, and I, and I mm-hmm. believe that I'm an old soul. But those are the, that's how you do it, though. You know, it's not the hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It is at the curl. You know, it Amen. was at the cross. That's how it happened. It all starts you know, at the cross. That's what, that's what happened when he touched me, you know, and now he walks with me and he talks with me. So yes. so go on because I got you on here. Go on, Vanessa. Look, look. I tell you like I said, and then I let her finesse you. Don't well, keep playing it, with it. it. Don't keep playing look, with it. Go ahead, Mother Janice. Go ahead, and, and I'm gonna let well, you get a call tonight. That's what the Lord tells us. Basically, ladies, it is what it is, and uh, Sister Adrian said it all in a nutshell. <laughs> you know, uh, he walks with me, he talks with me. You know, and we have to always wear our armor. You know, you got to keep on a whole armor, of God. And uh, for those that's out there that don't know and don't understand, try God. Try Christ, try Jesus, you know, and um, believe me, everything will be all right. Amen. And uh, Amen. I love your topic for tonight, ladies. Amen. And, Amen. You know, you if you out there listening, you heard, heard both of them say, try Jesus. The word of God says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know what it is to taste something? It means try me out. But it don't just say, try me. It says, try me and see how good I am. I dare you to try him right now. I dare somebody out there listening to take this opportunity to say, you know what? I done tried everything else. Now, Lord, I'm coming to try you. I'm coming to give myself to you. And listen. Because this is how we lose so many babies in Christ. Because y'all think that as soon as you get saved, it's like this microwave situation, and all of a sudden you're instantly changed, and your life becomes this abundant life of all of this stuff. Well, in the spiritual realm, that is what happens. But in the earthly realm, you have to catch up in time with what God has already done in eternity. That means you have to put in that effort. You have to put in that work. 
if you want to become a good stalk of wheat, you have to first be planted in the ground. And you get spiritually planted in the ground in that firm foundation through Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I know somebody going to listen and get mad, but I keep saying it over and over again. I don't care what religion you run after. I've only heard one man say. I don't care how many different messiahs have come and go. I don't care how many different uh, Egyptian Gods have come and said that they were the Savior and the Messiah. I don't care about Nimrod and what happened in Babylon and his mother, wife, Esther, and saying that he came back to life and he was Messiah. Only one man said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no man gets to the Father except by me. You know how I know only one man said it? Because I studied all of them, and only one man said it. And that would be the one man that the creator spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son, in him I am well pleased. The one man that said it was there in the beginning. In Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 2, I'm sorry, verse 3, when God said, let there be, and it was. John chapter 1, verse 1 clarifies it. He said, in the beginning was the word, God speaking. And the word was God, the word was with God, and that everything that was created was created through this word or through him. Because God spoke it, and as soon as God spoke, Jesus stepped on the scene. He is the word of God. I'm sorry, some of y'all don't like calling him by the name Jesus because that's an English word. Y'all want me to go back to the uh, Hebrew word, so Yeshua. I'm sorry, some of y'all is like, no, because they spoke Aramaic and Arabic back when he came along. So y'all want me to say Isa. I don't care which name you calling him by. If you are talking about the one who laid his life down on the cross for the forgiveness of sins and rose three days later, the God-man, the Messiah, then you are talking about the Christ, the Emmanuel, the one who came and tabernacled amongst us. And he did it all for us. He said in his word that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever... I love that part. Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know why I quote that scripture all the time? Because of whosoever. Because whosoever opens the door for everybody anywhere. It doesn't care about the economic situation. It doesn't care about where you live on the planet. It doesn't care about what sins you committed. Whosoever covers everybody anywhere. Male and female, if you believe in him, and this is your opportunity this evening to come to him, and you simple prayer, you can repeat it after me. You're just talking to God. You tell him how you feel in your heart. We use these words. We say, Father, I come to you this evening. 
accepting the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, into my life. I admit that I am a sinner in agreement with your word and that I need to be saved. I ask that Jesus will forgive me of my sins, wash me afresh, and begin to make me new right now in Jesus' name. And then you just tell somebody. Remember, he said, if you believe it in your mouth, in your heart and confess it out your mouth, but you got to really believe it. And then you tell somebody. You don't have to wait for the church doors to open back up. You don't have to wait until Bible study or worship service. That's about a church membership. I'm talking to you tonight about a personal relationship. You just tell somebody, hey, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. Or you can say, hey, I gave my life to Christ tonight. However you choose to say it, as soon as you confess it out of your mouth, according to God's word, you are saved and we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Now, of course, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. And until you do, bless God, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Um, We know that we have another caller on the line. Caller, just hold on. We'll bring you right in in a second. But first, we are going to ask Brother Robert Popop Hudson to come on with our announcements, tell you how you can follow us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, as well as what ministries are coming up next. Rob? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Y'all ain't on the air. Y'all better call in now because you're going to lose us. So if you want to hear it, call in now. Yeah, we praise praise God for, you know, everything that was brought forth tonight. And just real quickly, I'm just going to make a quick comment, and then I'll just go ahead to the announcements. And, you know, everybody doesn't understand how where they say black lives matter, and they say, well, all lives matter. Yes, all lives do matter, but we don't understand how this country is run. And not only are we oppressed, but we have Mexican and Puerto Ricans that have been oppressed the same except for their voice is not louder because they have not been appropriately oppressed because Puerto Ricans can go back to Puerto Rico, Mexicans can go back to Mexico. But the problem is is that we do not have a permanent state home where we can identify where we can go back to. And the problem is is that with even five matters, if you just place yourself in a particular situation, and let's just say a husband and wife, and let's just say, and I stated this before, let's just say your wife says, do you love me? And the guy states, I love everyone. Is that the answer you want to hear? This is the answer the country has been given us to stall us, to say that all lives matter. Okay, yeah, all lives matter, but when it comes to the situation of us, it seems like it doesn't matter, so we have to readdress this again. Does Black Lives Matter? And I know that the situation is, is that does Black Lives Matter to Black people? Because all through the news, all through everything, it seems like Black Lives does not matter to Black people. So we have to address that too. So with that being said, I'm just saying this is where everything needs to be addressed, and this is why it is on the point of Black Lives Matter. Okay. And black lives do matter, and the first step that we have to take is we have to make sure that they matter to us. Now, Amen. getting back to the announcements, 
And real quickly, this is a product purpose Kim network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you who have joined us for tonight's episode. And I just appreciate, and uh, we do all appreciate our listenership at Purpose Kim Network. Whether you're calling us on the phone or you're listening to us online, we thank you and we appreciate you. And we thank you for sharing with your friends and family members. We just thank you so much. Anytime you want to contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Net at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can let us know that you turn your life over to Christ, and we just gladly, we gladly, gladly appreciate that, and we'll uh, share that with our audience. Anytime you want to hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, you can go www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can simply type in the host name and the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Also, we like to like us on Facebook where you can see our upcoming shows and our advertisements. Uh, that way you can share with your friends and you can just, uh, just you know, uh, just let everybody know, you know what we're doing and where we're at and what we're broadcasting. And we just greatly appreciate you doing that, uh, you the audience. We just we thank you. And God's going God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for One Touch Transformations with Minister Arthur Jackson. And once again, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for One Touch Transformations, hosted by our finished Jackson. We'd like to thank each and every one of you who have joined us for tonight's episode, and we hope that you uh, go ahead into our archives and just let friends and family members know that if you appreciate or you really enjoyed this uh, tonight's show, and don't forget, we have many ministries uh, throughout all the week. And uh, just feel free to join in. Uh, both of our phone numbers, you know, um, we have two phone numbers, 419-527-6091 and 323-870-4174. And you can just press the number one anytime you want to talk to any of our hosts. And uh, we gladly appreciate that. So without further ado, we do have a caller on the line. And so I'm going to turn the ministry back over to Sister Adrian and Pastor Toy. Okay, you can bring that caller on. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise, Praise the, Lord. the Lord. I was on shutdown for a little while. No phones, no TV, no nothing. I had my grandkids, had the phone. I was listening to the conversation. We know it's Black Lives Do Matter. But like you were saying, it don't matter to us. The ones we we out there ranting and raving, Black Lives Matter, but we still have our sons and daughters shooting up the block. I don't understand it. But I know the last days are the last days, and the devil is running wild because um, last Saturday my grandson was in Brickyard, wrong place at the wrong time, got shot twice, trying to get to the car coming from a store. And I was like, okay, God, I didn't panic. I didn't worry. I said, I put a hedge of protection around my grandkids and kids and great-grands, and I trust your word. So whatever your word is, it's your word. Come to find out, he, he got shot twice, but he's okay. he was okay. So I thank God Bless for it because it could have been different because the bullet grazed his head. It could have went in Jesus. his head, but he moved at the perfect time in God's will that it didn't go through. It just grazed him and went through the shoulder. I don't know how it happened, yeah. but it did. But I just thank him. But it needs to matter to us. 
When we tell our sons yes. and daughters, y'all worth something. Y'all desire, your life is desired. You are called upon. Y'all are kings. Y'all are judges. Y'all doctors and lawyers. Y'all matter to me. Yes. But if we're not yes. telling our children how special they are, how unique and wonderfully made they are, they don't know. They don't wow. know. As a community, we need to, I tell them this all the time. I grew up in Mount Airy. I raised kids in North Philly. But every child in North Philly, every little boy on that corner was mine. I treated them as such. I love you, Anthony. Why are you on this corner? Put that stuff back in your pocket. I don't mm-hmm. want to see this no more. Amen. And if you want to stand on this corner, you can go on 27th and Cumberland. Ask them about Maureen, Mama Maureen. I stood right there with them. If you're going to stay here, so am I. So if I get shot, it's your your fault. Right. And then they start to leave, and then you start praying on your block, up and down the street, corner by corner. Let God do what he needs to do. But if we're not sending our ministering angels because we're not grounded, we're uprooting ourselves. But black lives matter, but it got to matter to us. This thing got to hit home. Before any one of us say, oh, my God, it was my nephew. Oh, my God, it was my son. Guess what? It was somebody's child. But this time, it was my grandchild. Mm. So it got to matter to us. We got to raise up kings and queens in this army. They're special. They're uniquely and wonderfully made. And that's what we need to sell our black lives. Y'all matter. Because y'all the next Obama, no matter what mistakes you made, my God can erect every last one. Yeah, you got it. And it comes with it now. Comes with now. You got to. We got to train them up. And if we're not training them up inside, that's why Purpose Kingdom is where we are. It's time for us to go corner to corner and take lives. Amen. And you know what, back. it's funny you said that if That's a confirmation So maybe that means that it's something that we should do Because Amen. you know what The next Black Lives Matter Protest I want to see take place I don't want to see it down at the Justice Center I don't want to see them Down at the at the Roundhouse Or at one of the police districts You know where yeah. I want to see right. the next Black Lives Matter protest where they shooting Over here where in Brickyard <laughs> like I we're black, see black Lives Matter down Henry Avenue. I want to see a Black Lives Matter out West Philly, down 52nd Street, down Lancaster I'm, Avenue, I'm ready. down on Hobart. Where black Media. lives are. I want. I want to see right. I'm ready. We're we're black. We're the black lives. lives I, I want to see us reminding people that Black Lives don't just matter when it's out there. They matter here. And if we right. want out there to take us serious, it has to start to... mattering here. Now. I need everybody <laughs> to hear me. Hallelujah. We have got to stop screaming about them killing us while we're killing us. We got to stop killing us first. And it's got to matter. You're not to even us. going up to the person you beefing with. Y'all just spraying the streets. Right. Trying like to I, be so. You know what? Y'all just y'all, spraying the street. 
Y'all are killing babies. Y'all are killing, no, like, I need you to hear me. Y'all are killing bloodlines before they even have a chance to continue. Do you know when you kill a boy, you are killing off a bloodline? And do you know that even when they do kill them, you know they still go home? And we all know who they are. So that is unacceptable. Knock on their door if you don't believe that that the police will do it. You do it. That's a a whole different conversation. Well, D-Block is Thursday. That's a whole other topic we need to talk about. Y'all already know. We got to do better. We got to stop killing each other, y'all. We yeah. got, it has to matter with us first. If we start loving on everybody, people are going to stop killing. If we start having fun again, people are going to stop killing. When people look You're at me right. and them kids, right. them same kids that's out there wanting to shoot up stuff, they look at me and they be looking at me like, yo, this lady crazy because this lady walked up on us the other day. So now they looking at me. I'm just waving to them. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. You know what I mean? Because I, I just want you to know that I care. Because when you know that we care, you got to act right. You want to do better. Because like you said, Maureen said it. Maureen said it because it's something about being accountable. When you go up to somebody and say, you know what, because you standing here, I'm going to stand here with you. That's called making me accountable for it because guess what? I care about Miss Maureen. So I'm going in the crib because I'm trying to get Miss Maureen. Man, please. Got me? So now... Every time I'm on that corner, even if Miss Maureen's not there, I'm looking to make sure she didn't hit the corner because before she gets to the block, I want to get off it. That's just all we got to do, and it's not hard. That's the sad part. We're scared. Like when the kid looked at me and he said, wow, you is bold. I looked at the kid and said, no, I am old. You better get your life together. What do you mean I'm old? Little boy, I'm old. Don't play with me. How about you just walked yes, up man. on us? You damn right I walked this up on you. you. But but understand, like, and, and and as crazy as that was, you know, but like I said, it was it was the unction of the Holy Spirit because it was all of a cover, and it was great. And it seemed like the ice cream truck comes more down. <laughs> Amen. He seems like he is always there, but I definitely, I definitely know that what we did today, Toy, can you hear me? You still there? What we did uh-huh. is going to set it exactly the way that it needs to be in motion right now. Why? Because, one, I know that they be listening. And it's good that oh, they be yeah. listening because now they know exactly where to go. And now they know, don't be setting up nothing down Henry Avenue because if you don't set it up right, it might not be right for you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but definitely Purpose Kingdom Network is definitely, 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 definitely making a mark. Just, just like you said, keeping our eyes stayed on God. 
doing what it is that needs to be done. And I appreciate you for calling me. I appreciate you for call, for thinking of me, you know, to bring it with you. I'm 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 just excited about what God is doing in this moment. And I need y'all to know that this week is D Block Church. So taking it to the street and all that kind of stuff, we're going to start it on Thursday. And the topic Amen. is, I know we ready, willing, and able, but who got the bell? Who is carrying the bone? I can't wait. I'm excited. Y'all, I'm perusing mm. through the scriptures, and all I need to know is who is carrying these bones. Okay. Amen. Well, I, I just want to thank everybody. We we um bless God for Pastor Jamon Johnson who was not able to minister tonight. Um he he had other ministry obligations to handle. We pray God's covering over him. Um we thank God and praise God for each and every one of you for joining in with us this evening. I cannot wait to hear Thursday night who is carrying these bones. Do not forget, please join us tomorrow evening for Minister Arsenius Jackson. You do not want to miss this um, anointed woman of God and her ministry, One Touch Transformation. And I just, I thank you. And remember, in, in all of it tonight, we were just talking. And if you take anything away outside of the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, take this away. If you want black lives to matter to them, they have to matter with us first. So God bless you. God's will. We'll see you tomorrow evening. Good night. God bless. Jesus led. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose.